I talk a lot about the importance of being able to honor our desires along this healing journey, but what does that really mean? And what happens when we don't do that? It's actually much bigger than just not getting what we want. And that's what I want to talk about today. Welcome to the Courageous Journeys podcast. I'm your host, Peggy Oliveira, former trauma therapist and survivor of childhood trauma. I am so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage, get settled in, and let's take this journey together. I do talk about this a lot because it is such an important part of healing. And often I will talk about it in the context of, well, if we don't recognize or express what we want, then we aren't going to be able to get it. And that is really true for the most part. Um, But it's much bigger than that. It really is. Because when we do not allow ourselves to acknowledge and honor what we desire in our lives or for our lives, not only can we not make it happen, but we are minimizing, we are negating what we feel, what we want, and we're disconnecting from what our intuition, our heart, our mind, our body is asking us for. And when we do that, it reinforces on a subconscious level, it reinforces that we're not worthy, we're not capable, we're not deserving. So it has a much more significant impact than just not having that thing. And that thing could be something relatively meaningless. Like it could be, I want ice cream for dessert, not cake. (laughs) Well, maybe there is only cake available. But being able to recognize that you have this desire for something different is important because if you tell yourself, like if you're going into a situation and you're really looking forward to ice cream and they're out of the ice cream, when you tell yourself, well, I didn't really want that anyway, and I'm going to get into a little bit more of that in a minute, but when you tell yourself it's not a big deal, I didn't really want it anyway, whatever you might say to yourself, that can be helpful on some level and I will fully acknowledge that. And there's an aspect of even being able to be grateful to have the cake instead of the ice cream. Like So there's a lot there. But when you deny within yourself that you had the desire for ice cream, you're disconnecting from what your body is craving, what your taste buds are craving, the sensation that you get when you have a spoonful of ice cream. You're denying that that desire existed within you. And why this is so significant is because if you are watching this, you are likely a childhood trauma survivor, which means that as a child, you denied so much of your felt experience. 
You denied how you felt in terms of feelings. You denied the fear within your body, the discomfort, the unease, telling yourself it's not a big deal. I shouldn't feel this way. They didn't mean it. However, you might deny that, rationalize it or minimize it. So it creates that disconnect. And part of how we learn to cope is tell ourselves, I didn't really want it anyway, or it's not that big of a deal. So when we continue to do that in our adult lives, we're reinforcing that experience. We're enforcing, reinforcing that belief that we had that what I feel, what I want, what I need doesn't matter. And we use that as a coping mechanism. Because if we tell ourselves, I didn't really want it, or it doesn't really matter, I don't really need it, or it's silly to want it or need it, when we tell ourselves that, we don't end up feeling hurt, disappointed, or betrayed. We end up feeling like, well, that's silly to want that. What's wrong with me that I would want that? It's not okay to want something. It's better that I just accept whatever is in front of me, right? And so part of healing is being able to undo that. Part of healing is being able to honor everything about you. And part of that is what you think and feel, what you want and what you need. So when you tell yourself, and I realize that ice cream is really pretty insignificant, but I I do think that it's important to recognize that even in seemingly small, insignificant things that don't really matter necessarily in the scheme of things, you could go out later and get ice cream, that in that moment, when we use the same way of coping that we did before, like, well, what was I thinking in wanting ice cream? I should have known that they wouldn't have it. When we do that, we're reinforcing those patterns. We're reinforcing those beliefs, which makes it harder to then be able to trust in what you want and need and the fact that you're worthy and deserving of what you want and need. Even if you can't have it, the desire for it is not wrong. You're not bad for wanting it, but that's so often what we tell ourselves. Another example where, there's, where this often comes up is the idea of kind of doing things on our own, that independence. And I've talked about, I did a video on um, being kind of really independent and, and not allowing support and, and that sort of thing, and that that is actually a way of coping as well. But a lot of times, whether it is something that we need help with, like moving something, or we would just maybe like to have some support around something, what we often do is tell ourselves that we don't want it. Um, and how we tell ourselves that can look so many different ways. It might depend on the person that you're wanting to ask. It might depend on the situation. It might depend on how vulnerable you're feeling generally. All of those factors can play into it. But what we will often do is tell ourselves that, well, I don't want to burden somebody, or I shouldn't need help, or um, what if this happens or that happens? I should be able to do this on my own. Sometimes even 
I want to do this on my own. I want to prove to myself that I can. And again, there's nothing necessarily inherently wrong with that across the board. But when that has become kind of your default in how you navigate wanting or needing something, whether it's support or ice cream, that reinforces, it contributes to the ongoing struggle that you tend to have. And it can actually even create ongoing struggle in terms of feeling connected and being able to trust in others. Because when you never give yourself an opportunity to rely on somebody else, you can never build that sense of safety in being able to trust somebody. So independence can be an example of that. Another way that this can show up, and I've actually experienced this quite a bit for myself, um, both in terms of my personal life and also in just people that I've spoken with, people that I've worked with and that sort of thing. But we will often do things like um, saying things like, I don't, I don't expect this, or um, I understand if you can't, or I realize this is a really big ask, when it's really not, but you are putting it out there in that way because you're protecting yourself from the feeling of being disappointed or hurt or rejected, whatever it might be. And so you preface it, if you even allow yourself to express it, you preface it with some sort of thing that buffers if it doesn't happen in the way that you hope that it will. And while that can be somewhat effective, the reality is there's still a part of you that wants it. So when it doesn't happen, you can end up feeling disappointed anyway, or any of those other things. And often we're unaware that we're feeling it. So how that can actually then show up is you just kind of find yourself feeling maybe a little bit down or irritable, um, wanting to withdraw, maybe even feeling angry for what seems to be no real reason. But there is a reason. And the reason is that you've denied what is true for you. You've told yourself that 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 it's not okay to want that, that you shouldn't need it. And then you feel the disappointment in it not happening, even though you told yourself it's not a big deal. Like if you think about a child and they really want something, now it doesn't, like it could be a toy or something like that. Getting the toy or not getting the toy isn't going to change anything for them, really. It's not going to impact their lives in a significant way, right? But if they want it and they ask for it and they don't get it, they're likely going to feel disappointed. But if they want it and they don't ask for it, they can tell themselves, well, I didn't tell anybody that I wanted it. I just hoped or wished that they would get it. So then when you leave, you tell yourself, or that child will tell themselves, well, I didn't really want it anyway. Or depending on that child's experience, well, I didn't really deserve it anyway. So this really can happen in seemingly small ways, but it can have a significant impact. Another like thing that will happen sometimes is like, for a birthday, maybe, 
Um, and I, I know that this can happen a lot for people that have experienced childhood trauma. Birthdays can be challenging all by themselves for a lot of reasons. But like, there might be a part of you that wishes that somebody would just acknowledge your birthday maybe, or maybe there's a part of you that kind of wishes or hopes that maybe somebody will do something really nice for you for your birthday, but you don't talk about your birthday. Maybe you even tell people that you don't want to celebrate your birthday um, or that you don't like birthdays or something like that. And that may be true on some level, but likely that's part of how you've coped. But aside from that, while that might be true on some level, there may be this part of you, because we all have a desire, especially when it didn't happen in a healthy way as children, we do all have a desire to be seen. And a birthday is often an opportunity <laughs> for somebody to see us. So while there might be a part of you that doesn't really want it to be acknowledged, there's likely a part of you that might feel a little disappointed or hurt, um, or any number of other things, if somebody that matters to you doesn't acknowledge it, or doesn't acknowledge it in the way that you might have hoped that they would. And then you can say to yourself, well, I shouldn't feel this way because I didn't express to them, or I told them it wasn't a big deal, and I shouldn't, there, therefore, I shouldn't feel this way. And what is really important here. I think it is important to recognize that, that like it's, you can't necessarily be mad at that person and, you know, and the relationship when you've told them that you didn't want any acknowledgement and then they don't do it or acknowledge it. You can't necessarily be mad at them for that. But honoring the reality of how you feel about it is important. So if, the person does what you tell them to do or not to do, recognizing that you feel maybe a little alone, disappointed, hurt, rejected even potentially, um, being able to say to yourself, okay, well, I can't be mad at them because I told them I didn't want to celebrate, but I'm finding myself feeling really kind of down or I'm feeling, find myself feeling really irritable. Being able to recognize that. so honoring the truth of that, just acknowledging that without judgment or criticism, like without saying to yourself, stop being stupid. Like you have no right to feel that way because that's, you told them not to. That's not helpful. That's not honoring. It's really not even fully acknowledging it because you're shutting it down so quickly. Honoring is, yeah, I'm really kind of feeling this. And it sucks to feel this, or I don't want to feel this way, or maybe even I'm really feeling a lot of this and I'm just going to sit here and let myself feel it. It doesn't have to look a really specific way. It's just about acknowledging the reality of how you feel, even if there's nothing that you can necessarily do about it. Like you can't change it, right? You can't change that the place doesn't have ice cream. But being able to say, ah, oh, I'm really disappointed that they don't have the ice cream. And maybe you say that to yourself, maybe you say it out loud, but it's about acknowledging how you're feeling about it instead of saying, oh, it's really not a big deal. I don't care. I really just wanted cake anyway. That's completely negating. It's completely dishonoring, ultimately. 
the truth of how you feel and what you desired. So whether it's something big, like a birthday, or something relatively small, like a place not having ice cream, when we can acknowledge how we really feel, what we really want, even if it can't happen, like I just really want this from a place of acceptance versus judgment or criticism or feeling the need to shut it down immediately, there is healing that happens in that. You are honoring yourself in that. Just like with a kid at a toy store, if you don't want to get the kid the toy for whatever reason, and there are many valid reasons that you wouldn't get a kid a toy, it doesn't mean that the child doesn't have like a right to feel maybe disappointed, right? Like you might say to the child, I know you really wanted that and maybe another day or maybe we can put it on the Christmas list or whatever. Like you're acknowledging that the child still wants it, right? You're not punishing the child because they wanted it. You're not going to punish the child because they feel disappointed that they didn't get it. You're going to acknowledge it and then try to move on from that. But in that acknowledgement, that child is witnessed. That's ch- that child's feelings are acknowledged, or in another term, honored. And the honoring, I guess, mostly comes from an, an acknowledgement plus understanding, or at, at a minimum, an acknowledgement without judgment, maybe is a better way to think of that. Because we so quickly judge or deny or minimize and sometimes all of the above, what we think and feel. And that reinforces the beliefs of being unworthy of it, undeserving of it, not good enough for it, whatever that belief might be at that particular moment. So whatever it is that you want, it's important to acknowledge that, to honor that. Sometimes you won't be able to get what you want. But that has no bearing on the fact that you want it. And so often when we can honor that, it helps us move through it much more easily. Because if we get caught up in, well, I didn't want it anyway, or like if you're hoping that somebody will help you with something, whether it's support, something intangible like that, or something very specific like moving a piece of furniture, If you put yourself out there and you don't get it for whatever reason, you're, you might say to yourself, well, I knew I couldn't count on them anyway. What was I thinking? I shouldn't need this help. You know, all of those things. You are basically like telling that little kid that they're stupid for wanting it, that they're wrong for wanting it. But when you can acknowledge for yourself, I really hoped that this person would come through for me. Or I really would have liked for somebody to acknowledge my birthday or for this person to acknowledge my birthday. When you can recognize that you had that desire, when you honor it instead of judge it or push it to the side, then you're able to process the feelings around it pretty naturally much of the time. When you're able to process, you're kind of metabolizing all of that feeling and then you get to move on from it. But if you just try to push it to the side, if you've been following me for a while, you've um, 
heard me talk about like trying to keep the jack in the box down, right? If you try to deny it in some way, it's like you're having to keep the pressure on to keep the feeling at bay. And that is not helpful to our healing. Thank you so much for spending this time and sharing this space with me. Together we heal. Make sure to subscribe. And if you haven't yet, make sure to leave a review. I'll look forward to connecting with you next time.